Hey everyone, Eric Watson here, and this is the recorded audio of a live-streamed actual play session of Dungeons & Dragons using Roll20 and Discord. Our sessions are streamed live every week on my Rogue Watson YouTube channel. This actual play series was not originally intended for an audio-only format, but has been converted to a podcast for your convenience. This channel, and by extension this podcast, are supported by Patreon. If you'd like to support my work, you can do so at patreon.com slash roguewatson. Now, enjoy the show. Watson here, freelance writer, player of games, writer of origin, recorder of videos, and at tabletop role-playing aficionado. Welcome to our weekly live-streamed Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition online role-playing adventures. I'm joined, as always, by my wonderful friends, Chris, playing Valravin, the Eladrin, Bard of Eloquence. Music is still like full volume for me, but hello. Scream your responses. <laughs> Heather playing Frey, the halfling barbarian of the beast slash fighter. Hello. Rochelle playing Celeste, the half-orc sun-soul monk. Raymond, probably not joining us this week. Uh, huge congrats to Raymond for uh, and his wife Juan for welcoming their second child this week. Yay, everybody's happy and healthy. <laughs> I assume he's not going to be here for D&D. &D. Uh, and Reese playing Thimbleweed, the gnome swarmkeeper ranger. Hello. Stream our sessions live on YouTube. I, I would like a congratulations for keeping my children alive. Every week, the bar has that... been lowered. Is that you? Hey, congratulations! I'll drink to that. Them the other night by myself to living children. <laughs> we stream our sessions live on YouTube every Friday evening, but also um, reproductive rights are human rights. Watch all of our D&D sessions here on YouTube. Read weekly session recaps at roguewatson.com. Watch my behind-the-scenes, no players allowed live series crafting ice Dale every Monday and Thursday. And then over to our live post-session discussion, Frostside Chat, after our show tonight. You can also listen to all these live D&D shows with the Rogue Watson podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Rogue Watson and join our official Discord server with invite link in the description below. If you'd like to support the channel, please check out patreon.com slash roguewatson. Patrons get exclusive access to private videos, custom 5e content, and participate in monthly DM roundtables. Join and unlock future stretch goals and include original adventures and private patron D&D games. Shout out to new patrons this week, James. For our campaign, we use Roll20.net. For video chat, we use Discord, and for streaming, I use open broadcaster software with Streamlabs. Music is by Kim and McLeod, and our amazing original character art was done by Jimmy McClure. Jimmy! Hey! Previously on Icewind Dale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. I almost died. <laughs> it was, it's a lot to unpack. The Marshals were locked in a fight for their lives after the startling discovery of Ness Lantimere, now a powerful apparition, had possessed Valin, cast several spells, killed the gnomes, and extracted a horrific creature from inside Thimbleweed before teleporting away. While Robin dispelled the nasty tentacle spell, but one of the newly spawned Deathlock Whites cast a fear spell, sending Frey running into the tunnels. A newly transformed Thimbleweed lit a torch only be knocked unconscious by another white. Edmund attacked with Green Flame Blade, ending the fear effect while Celeste healed Thimbleweed with a potion. An annoyed Frey rounded the corner and threw several sticks of dynamite. 
PCs launched several big attacks at the rampaging Earth Elemental and Ghostly Whites. But things took another turn for the worse when Frey returned to battle, tried to bite the Elemental, and instead activated her dark secret, mutating into a nasty Wendigo. Quick-thinking Edmund trapped her in a Shardolin band of binding, leaving her to angrily try and break free while the others could clean up the remaining enemies. Left with little choice, they attacked the Wendigo from range, finally destroying it. Thankfully, it reverted back to Frey afterwards. Their enemies were slain, but Lantimere had escaped with the Orb and Valen, mentioning that she was off to break Valish Gaunt out of prison. After a brief talk with the one surviving gnome, the party made their way out of the dig site. They stopped by the armory, and Edmund plugged in the power core into a sphere, gaining a robotic drillbot ally. Outside the dig site, they saw an army of snow golems and frozen walkers approaching. They ran up the trail and into the wagon, dodging ranged attacks, and sped away while the Frostbaden forces ripped their way inside. You all take what I can only imagine is an extremely uncomfortable ride back to town as uh, you all have witnessed some pretty terrifying things happen to your party members. <laughs> We've changed a little. Yeah. We've done some things. We're all just sitting in, in corners of the wagon. Is just it just an, is it an awkward, like, how does this ride go? Like, what is happening well, right now? Grace is on the back of the cart, like, watching the back, so she's not even inside the cart. Grace, okay. normal place, is literally even... on the back of the cart. Yeah. Well, I probably want to know. You'd probably want to, like, interview people on what, what happened to them. Because, <laughs> yeah, they, they, there's some story there certainly yeah uh celeste is just not making eye contact <laughs> like sort of like like looking at Bray, like you know out of the corner of my eye but not making eye contact does right now does thimbleweed look different i assume Frey went back to normal but does thimbleweed look different right now yeah like I said, I'm not the cutie pie I used to be. <laughs> yeah, I think I, we mentioned it, which, uh, Reese, you can go into more detail uh, however much you want, but I mentioned the fact that you all literally saw bugs, like, knitting his skin, like, basically creating, like, skin grafts and things to try to heal him, and those patches, they look more like just insectoid, like a carapace. So he's got, like, this just pat, almost, like, natural shell-like armor that's kind of covering different patches of his body. So yeah. that part's definitely different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I look a little more uh, bug-like than I had been. Not, a little more. <laughs> a little more. Not something to uh, for gazes to linger upon. Right. Emmy, we're gonna need new art. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, we didn't do new art when uh, Celeste became a plant zombie, so... You did too! I you pasted, you pasted I, mushrooms all over her! <laughs> I didn't commission new art, I should say that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I awkwardly pasted mushrooms over her face and stuff. <laughs> uh, but technically, if Thimbleweed, like, wears, which he's looks like he's wearing art, he, can, he could probably cover that stuff up, so... Okay. If you or could, my cloak, I think I can cover most of it up. Yeah, yeah. you could pass. All right, an awkward journey back. Um, yeah. I do want to mention that due to a conversation we had during 
uh, the Frostite, or after Frostite chat, I believe, I have updated one of our house rules, uh, which I have not done in a while, uh, pertaining to spell scrolls. This is something that uh, we have been uh, dissatisfied with the new spell scroll rules, which uh, obviously I want spell scrolls to be able to be used by all of you and make that a fun loot thing. So this was uh, after conferring with uh, some of the players. This is kind of the rules that we landed on, which they're about halfway down this house rules uh, document. Um, anyone can use a spell scroll as long as you have the spellcasting feature. So you no longer have to have proficiency in certain skills. If the spell on the scroll is not on your class spell list, you can still attempt to use the scroll. You must then succeed on a skill check, depending on which classes can normally cast that spell. Kana for most of the classes, Nature for Druid and Ranger, Religion, Paladin, and Cleric, uh, with the DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. And if the spell appears on multiple class spell lists, you can just choose which one of those you want to use to roll. Uh, if you fail this skill, so obviously if you succeed, you cast a spell normally. If you fail, the scroll is consumed, and then you must roll in the Wild Magic Surge table instead. I think that's what we landed on. So therefore, as long as you can cast spells, you can attempt to use a scroll. Sometimes with hilarious results. Yeah, may not always go well. Might not always go well, but that is as a thing. So that is an updated house rule for spell scrolls in an effort to uh, allow people to use, uh, democratize the spell scroll system. I will remind the party that on the wild magic search table, there is an option to turn yourself into a potted plant. <laughs> it's happened before. Yeah, it has. Before. To me. There, There's also the, the option to, you know, cast fireball on yourself. Weren't you like that? Flying while oh, you know, yeah. turned into a potted yeah. plant, I she think. Was on the, she was on the back of a hippogriff and she turned into a potted plant in <laughs> midair. Good times. Yep. Fell to the yeah. ground. Yeah, my little pot cracked. Yeah. <laughs> also, we have officially been playing Rhyme of the Frost main for one year. Wow. Uh, April 30th wow. of last year was our session zero. So in that time, we have done. Uh, 43 sessions. This is session 44. Um, Light golf clap. If y'all yeah. want, I could go through some stats for funsies. If you're interested and just celebrate sure. the, the one year. It's really been a one year. It's been a year, yeah. That, that that doesn't sound right to me. Like It doesn't feel like it's been a full year since we started <laughs> yeah. this campaign. But. Yeah, April 30th was session zero of Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Alright. <laughs> yeah. Which forty what what did I say? Forty three sessions, pretty damn solid, right? Fifty two weeks yeah. in a year. And we yeah. ran like for, Forge of Fury for four seconds. Like we only oh, that's right. straight yeah. up have not done D D in a week like three times or something. Times? That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. And we're only level seven. <laughs> nope. Now <laughs> yeah. you're level eight. <laughs> oh, yes. okay. That's fine then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's about right. That's about right. Uh that's that's fair. Um so in that time um, the MV MVPC poll one is a little weird because we allowed multiple winners and then I didn't allow multiple winners after a point. So normally you could just say, oh, we've done, you've had 40 some, but actually it's higher than that because we've had multiple. So, uh, the number of MVPC poll winners, uh, is been 52. Wow, that pretty actually good. tracks to a year closer than the sessions. It's pretty close, but, uh, who do you think has won most often? Grace. Mm -hmm. either Reese or Raymond I, I, I think Chris or Raymond I don't think me well, I'm, like, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go 
Raymond. Sticking with Reese. I'm also going to go Raymond. Uh, the answer is uh, Thimbleweed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hasn't won a lot lately, but you cleaned up early on in the campaign, so you were ahead by a good chunk. Uh, inspiration. How much inspiration do you think I've awarded so far in this campaign? And chat, please feel free to include yourselves in this. I know there's a bit of a delay there, but how much inspiration? 100. Yeah, what? That's 100 was my guess, too. I'm going to, is this price is right? I'm going to go 101. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> so how many points of inspiration you've awarded total? Total points of inspiration yeah. between all of you through all, all the sessions. 32. 32. That is a range. Yeah, I, I feel like he's done at least once per session. Mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go not quite two per session. I'm going to say... He's done all of us in Don't one session. Him. You know what? That is true. He's Don't done help all him. five. <laughs> I'm going to stick with my number, number there. I'm 102. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say 75. All right. So the guesses are... 100, 101, 75, and 32. Yep. Right, well, Price is right rules. Chris is almost exact. Oh, oh really? Almost nice. exact. The total, which it's possible these are off a little bit because I try to update them while I'm doing, but the caveat is I do keep track. Um, I've got total inspiration earned at 80. 80? At wow. least 80. Therefore, 100. Yes. <laughs> So, so far, I averaged, what, a little bit less than two a session. Two a session, yeah. Oh, Stan was really close in chat. He guessed 85. 85, yeah, and 75. That's actually really, yeah, yeah that's yeah. crazy. That's impressive. That's why you don't help him. Um, if you think about this too long, or too long, you'll probably get it right. So maybe give me your knee-jerk reactions. How many times total has... Uh, Somebody reached zero. The entire party collectively. How many times have we gone down to zero hit points? Twelve. Six. Twelve. Six. Fifteen. Fifteen. I said six too. Six. Oh. Uh, Reese fucking nailed it right out of the gate. Twelve. Oh, wow. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. It's just that new jerk. Fucking checking all my notes over here. Uh. And uh, congrats to him for being the twelfth one. Also, the last one uh, when he yeah. just went down, and I could only do it because I cinematically reduced him to twenty point. <laughs> yeah, who's gone down the most? Uh, that's a good question. It, it's pretty close. Yeah, I, I don't know really. I mean, twelve I, 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 between five players. You don't have a whole lot of variance there. I just right. we know. Like I said, Reese, uh, the room we'd only went down the one time. I, I'd say me. I, I think I've gotten down like three I'd times. I'd say Chris. That's a quarter of the 12. I don't know. How many times? It, I mean, that Frey, she's in the front line. Mm -hmm. Frey's, Frey's hard to get down, though. I think I've only gone down, down once. But the other ones have gotten really damn close. Like right now, leaving this last one, I was at one hit point. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. Yeah, you just gotten real. Yeah, y'all have gotten real hilariously close several times. 
Obviously, Celeste wins in terms of how far she's gone down. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> how, many, how many player deaths have we had? Yeah, just the one. So the answer is t a three-way tie for most oh. going down to zero hit points is uh, between Valravin, Frey, and Edmund. All of you have gone down three times. All right. Oh, wow. Okay. Edmund? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember Edmund going down that much, but yeah, okay. Probably maybe in the early sessions. Yeah, uh, they were early sessions. I actually have receipts from all these things. If you want to hear, Edmund went down. <laughs> the story. This is why I keep these stacks. I think it's fun. Um, See, I taught him well. The, the comments that we have at the house sometimes they don't come at me without receipts. So he's. In learned. fact, that mountain climb quest, he went down twice. Mm, Once oh, wow. at the very beginning, he went down to an owl bear, and then another time he fell to one of the yetis. I guess the one yeti you guys fought. Okay. And the other, and the third time he fell down was when we did that. Um, uh, the Knoll Cave one. I think the Reese and Michelle weren't here for that one. I think Reese and Michelle weren't here for two of those things. So, oh, yeah. possibly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the lucky charms. Yep. Um, last Which one. makes sense, because yep. then Edmund would, would end up tanking alongside Frey. It, it, it yeah, it's probably up there more. That's less. true. Yeah. Uh, total critical hits that the entire party has gotten. I have no idea. Uh, I would say three a session. So what is that? Uh, one twenty. Let's just say one twenty. One forty. I've been imposed too much now. <laughs> Ninety. Boy, you guys are really overestimating how many critical hits. Uh, now this is just 50. you, just you guys, not. Not me, just you guys. Uh, 50. 50 is the closest. Really? Yeah. I feel like wow. that, that actually is surprising. I feel like we've gotten at least two a session, but that's maybe not. It's not. I don't think so. Yeah, all right. Total what critical is hits is 43. Wow. Okay. So it's like one, one a session. session. So we have to rebid. Keep in mind. <laughs> yeah, no one won. Keep in mind, we haven't, we've, we have had entire sessions without combat, too. That's true. So there, are, uh, there yeah. wouldn't be a critical hit then. Yeah, yeah. But do we count that as actual D and D though? <laughs> <laughs> if nobody swings an axe, no, are we right. really playing D and D? That's a normal Wednesday. Does D and D actually happen? <laughs> uh, who's had the most crits? Me. At some point, it comes down to who basically is. I mean, who the is most. attacking the most? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, so I feel like it would have to be either Celeste or Frey because they're they're attacking the most. And so, well, Thimbleweed attacks the uh, same amount now, but early on it was only once per turn, so. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I'm going to just go by the, the law of numbers and say Celeste probably attacks the most because mm -hmm. she was doing, like, two attacks even at early level, so I'm going to say Celeste. Uh, it is Frey. Okay. Frey still nails the crits. Nice. Because that, uh, advantage rolls. That actually is a good that, point. And she roll always with rolls with advantage. advantage. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that does actually make a big I difference. Didn't, I didn't think about that. Yep. Um, I guess one final fun stat I've kept track of. How many short rests and how many long rests have you guys had this campaign? Yes, I. that's the last one I keep track of. <laughs> I, I feel like we've had like one long rest. Ever. <laughs> uh, ten long rests. Yeah, I'm going to say like, like. It wouldn't be outside the realm of possibilities that's it like one or two a level. So, yeah, I would say like 15. Yeah, I was going to say like 10 long rests and 
way too many short rests. Uh, let's, I'll just double that. So mm -hmm. let's, I'm going to go 15 and 25. Now 15 and 30. I'm going to say 15 and 30. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your final answer? <laughs> this is me talking to Regis Philbin. Yeah. Now hold on. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. 20 hey, short you do a lot of long rests, eh? <laughs> uh, Reese is really good at this, by the way. I don't know what the mm. fuck. I am so good at guessing <laughs> numbers. He's good that at guessing numbers. That was my major in college. Total long rests. Um, if we don't include the one that you guys just now basically get at the start of this session, has been 11. Wow. So just a little more than one per level. That's, that's fascinating. Yeah. Okay. That is yeah, pacing I, by I, design. I feel like we usually get, we always get long rest with the level, yeah. and then I don't feel like it's I remember. It's pretty rare in between, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But surely there has been. Yeah. Surely there's been one or two. That's how I've tried to pace it. Um, good yep. guess on the on the short rest, it's been 17. I feel like oh. I should probably try and up that up a little bit, but at some point That's you guys. It's also hard too, because I, long rest. And short rest are sort of the same exact thing when a long rest happens. So right. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> long rest just kind of overlaps it. Yeah. But yeah, those are all my fun stats for uh, the one year anniversary of Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Nice. Uh, so you guys return to town. Uh, you can enjoy a long rest as you limp back to your inn that you're staying at, and you level up to eight. What? Hooray! I gotta add one to your long rest. I wasn't prepared for this. Metric. Uh, level eight. Let's start with Reese, Mister oh, Nostradamus over here. Before we do that, numbers. actually, do you have do you have this stat, Eric? Oh, the chat asks, how many days has the campaign been going on in game? Do you, I, do you know? I do have that stat. What? How many in game days? How do you keep track of that? I have no idea. I. If we've taken wow. 11 long rests, then the game's only been going, like, what, 12 days? Well, but there's, like, travel time. There's travel we time, don't... yeah. Here, and sometimes you're... we've gotten short rests, like, overnight, even, like, traveling. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So you're correct. That's basically how I do it, is, is by long rest. However, if you recall, whenever we took that break to do Forge of Fury, I did mention the fact that it had been a, uh, I think I wrote down a two-day advancement. So it was like you guys actually ended up doing... Like montage through like three, it was like three days from the last time you did it. So we are currently um, with this long rest. We'll be on day fifteen since the campaign started. Wow, fifteen days in one year. That's, <laughs> that's some time dilation. Two, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that is a good question though. A lot. That's a lot of character development in 15 days. Right? We're all like, <laughs> yeah, we all become monsters <laughs> at some point. I mean, if I'm running it like an action movie theme, that's kind of you know those, those don't take yeah. place over a long period of time. Typically, yeah. it's all very We're all completely different people after two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of you very quite literally. So that all means right. you were only really a mushroom person for like maybe 18 hours. That's yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. <laughs> that is very true. Wow. <laughs> All right, uh, re uh, Thimbleweed, tell me about level eight. Uh, it's a pretty simple, straightforward level for the ranger, or my ranger at least. Uh, I get an ability score increase, and I get land stride, which is extremely exciting. <laughs> um, let me roll for my hit points real fast. 
since I'm on the screen. Ooh, a rare, excellent hit point roll. I'll yeah. take that one. Just uh, yeah. this this was your reward for all those correct guesses. Yeah, that, that's a great reward. I'll take it. Uh, I'll yeah, I will be keeping Ranger. I will not be multi-class. No rogue multi-class. No rogue. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'll ever multi-class in my life. Yeah, never done it. Um. Only, only one of us who is never multi-class? No, you, that's not true. Tim Tim was a multi-class, wasn't he? He might. I think Tim, fighter? Tim was fighter a like fighter someone? cleric or something. Yeah, because I didn't like cleric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. I think that was because you switched it I for... Didn't, I didn't like plane. my cleric, so yeah. I put right. a right. fighter in there. Yeah. That's yep. right. Yeah. I think we've all multi-classed at some point then. Yeah. I, this is my first game to multi-class, by the way. Oh, interesting. oh, wow. I have never multi-classed until this game. There's your and trivia. I regret it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. regrets it. <laughs> I do not regret mine. I renounce my fighters. Uh So, Landstride. Uh, moving through non-magical, difficult terrain costs you no extra movement. You no. can also pass through non-magical plants without being slowed by them and without taking damage from them they have thorns, spines, or a similar hazard. <laughs> I don't know what that might be. Yeah. <laughs> That's up to interpretation. I'm sure we're into yeah. lots of thorns. Yeah. In addition, you have advantage on saving throws against plants that are magically created or manipulated to impede movement, such as those created by the Entangle spell. That's you sure made that relevant. sound exciting. You did. You'll have to do that for all the level ups now. <laughs> That's right. Okay, we'll do. Uh, I'm going to take a plus two to Constitution. I'm not going to take a feat because uh, I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm already perfect. Yeah. I'm already perfect. Uh, new spells. My spells are also perfect. Uh, I think next level I get access to the next level of spells, but still level two for me. Okay. Uh, my current spells are, like I said, perfect. <laughs> no notes. Uh, that's all. The uh, oh, there it goes. Uh, all those, all those Arctic plants. <laughs> gonna, you're gonna breeze through them. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So I have a 16 Constitution. You're gonna have to do a lot of work on that similar hazard, <laughs> like <laughs> part of the sentence, basically. Uh -huh. Is shards of ice not a similar yeah, hazard? Exactly. What, what are shards of ice if not if frozen not thorny, thorny? Yeah, <laughs> thorny ice plants. <laughs> All right. So that takes me to uh, currently eighty hit points. Nice. Stupid That's cute. If you ranger, yeah, it is, it is cute. I I don't remember what it was before this level, but. When you get to the left screen of the character monster, it'll show you. I already clicked off of that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll never know. We'll never know. I actually keep track of. I have copies of all of your character sheets at every level. What was it before then? Well, now I have to look it up, but I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't have said anything. You offered. A second. Now I'm curious. I feel like what was the weeds hit points before? That's you've, right. gu you've guessed every <laughs> single number correct so far, so you should probably guess and you'll get it. Uh, 67. 
No, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what level are we? Oh, uh, you can do the math. What's your con modifier? 16 now. Yeah, so plus 3. So 9 plus twelve. 3, it's 12 less than what it is now. No, it's right. more than that, because if he upped his con, he upped his hit point. Oh, that's so it, oh, right, it right, goes right. Back. Yeah, yeah, ignore me. Yep, you're right. So add uh, so 7 more. more to that, so add is like 19 less than what you are now. Oh, that is correct. 61. His hit points that I'm looking at right now are 61. Yeah. yeah right. off, the, off the old yeah. noggin. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. All right. So be ready for Landstride, DM. <laughs> All right. Yep. I'm prepared. As, as, as Jeff says, what, what are teeth but thorns of the mouth? <laughs> I will stride right over them. <laughs> Can I defend oh, with my, my foot? foot? Yeah. That's funny. Um, we will skip Raymond for now and go to Rochelle. Tell us about your rogue multiclass for level eight. No, what? No. <laughs> Damn it. That's what you I told me earlier. Almost had her. <laughs> oh, God. I feel so stressed out now. Um, <laughs> no, it's uh, all I get is an ability score improvement. So it's not very. Really Exciting. You don't get Landstride. <laughs> you know, with Landstride, I looked it up to see if it was just the original Ranger stuff. Yeah. Or if it got upgraded in the new Ranger stuff. It's just the original Ranger stuff. Okay. It's just, it's a carryover. Way it? to like steal my thunder. This is my big moment. Tell please. me more Can about Landstride, Reese. <laughs> Have you ever been walking? The Gene Wilder, like Willy Wonka, like, tell me more. (laughs) Have you been walking through the forest and you're like, man, I wish I could walk faster? (laughs) (laughs) These plants are really impeding my movement. Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) When you catch one of those those infomercials, black and white, someone trying to walk through a bush (laughs) and just failing horribly. I just fall over and like, oh, Ah, this bush. About thirty testimonials that come on there. Thanks to Landstride. Have you ever tried walking through a bush? She <laughs> can't do it. This is what happened to my grandma when she tried. Celeste comes on screen. Actually, I have something. Be quiet! I'm walking through a field. <laughs> I paid fourteen dollars for this three a.m. time slot. <laughs> I won't be interrupted. <laughs> All right, Celeste, please tell us about your landstride. Or what What are we talking about? I'm going to meet Your myself. monk. Tell me about how your monk I became, I became more dexterous. All right. That's how much more dexterous? Two. Two more dexterous. <laughs> <laughs> more dexterous. <laughs> Two more what? Oh. <laughs> Well, that's 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 my dexterity now. All right, that is a mediocre roll. Yeah. So look out, guys. Yep. Look out. Plus four. Now that's that. I mean, that's a plus uh, one to like all the things that you do, basically. So that's yeah, pretty solid. Yeah, that's the that's the idea. Yeah. Uh, so... And C, too, right? I, I, I think. And what? Wrong. Your AC? 
Isn't isn't Monk AC based off Dex? Partially? Yes. Yeah, okay. Reese is nodding Reese? Yes. So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with yes. Maybe. Okay. You might have to do that manually. I, have... I don't know if the thing does it do that in the character sheet. Uh, I don't AC? know. What was my armor? Go back to my old character That's sheet. What right. was my armor class? <laughs> I'm having to pull so many through, receipts today. <laughs> as long as you went through the character monster, it'll take care of it for making sure it gets put in correctly. It knows yeah. that monk is done differently. I feel like I think it I feel yeah. like it did. But anyway. Wait, her so AC went down. It, then that's not correct. <laughs> <laughs> On level seven, your AC was sixteen, and it says it's fifteen right now. <laughs> oh, is there something that's giving me more? <laughs> I don't yeah, know hold why. On, hold on. I struggle. I struggle. The, the struggle is real. <laughs> is there stuff? Did it take away that I'm wearing? Is it my the oh, bracers? Oh, took the bracers off. Yeah, 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 yeah. it took that away. Click the so how much does that give me? So it like, should be a, a global modifier. Oh, Jesus. Okay. I don't think you understand. I got more decks. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be happy with that 15. <laughs> Now get out of my office. Yeah, I think that it is probably what what's, what it's doing. Because if it was seventeen, yeah. then that would make sense that you would be plus one from sixteen. So, so if you reclick the bracers, it should be fine. I think it should be at seventeen. Okay. It except it already does say it's like equipped, nice. but then I don't know where else it is in my character sheet. No, no. I don't think the bracers are set up to actually give you the modification. Yeah. How much? How much is it giving me? Maybe I just did it manually before. Yeah, I just do it manually. It, how much? Did, yeah. You said two? two. You said two. Yeah, I think it should be at seventeen okay. right now. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Thanks for looking tomorrow, at me. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll make him open your character sheet, Rochelle, and I'll we'll see about fixing it. Wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> we'll get a man right on that. <laughs> I like excellent service. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a little mint on Start your character sheet next time. <laughs> get to it. <laughs> <I hope so. laughs> Oh, um, it. it'll, it'll be folded like a goose it'll, it'll look really nice <laughs> that's the service that we provide here uh, new hit points so, at 7 I mean, I mean, oh, you AC, yeah AC, AC of 70 uh, 70 AC <laughs> fuck your land stride <laughs> we dare the Wait, DM to kill her have now I, have I told you how fast <laughs> I can walk to a field of wheat <laughs> She has the AC of a battleship. <laughs> she is wearing uh, the battleship costume. That's right. Oh my gosh, that's Doot, my next Doot, coming through. That sounds amazing. <laughs> a battle? 76 hit points. All right. Nice. Seems pretty good. I think we woke up yeah. the baby. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like the two two joke. That's right. Yeah. Fun fact: I believe the term hit points originally came from like warship games, because they were like hull points, or the hit to yeah. hit the hull or something. Oh. Look it up; it's something. I swear. Okay. So, uh, how appropriate for Celeste being battleship shaped? Exactly. Right. Heather, that's me. Tell me about phrase level eight. Uh well, triple multi class. Be... You say? <laughs> I'm contemplating it. 
chat was trying to talk me into it so Frey could start casting spells and rolling the wild magic surge table. <laughs> Worth. <laughs> Just start Every going penny. through all the scrolls. <laughs> then uh, Stan had a brilliant idea to get me a cast iron pan to hit people with, and then I could just start yelling, I cast iron. And just, like, hit people with it. Nice. Uh, yeah, you do that. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, uh, I'm just going to take level 7 of Barbarian. Because I have my one level of fighter that I regret. The shame. It is. It's that you regret. The eternal shame. <laughs> Let me roll for my hit points real quick. That's oh, bad for that, a Barbarian. That was real bad. So we're going to take the average. Um. Yeah. <laughs> a level of wizard. So, I, don't, I don't think she's smart enough to take a level of wizard, Jason. That would be hilarious, though. Yeah. My intelligence is eight. Yeah. <laughs> Extra. I have hilarious. minus spells. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll never go off. It'll always be wild magic search table. Yeah, be pretty funny. So at level seven, barbarian, I get two things. I get a feral instinct. Uh, where by 7th level my instincts are so honed that I have advantage on initiative rolls now. So that'll be fun. Ooh. Wow. Uh, That's the opposite of all Robin. Yeah. Additionally, if I am surprised at the beginning of combat and I am not incapacitated, so I'm not in the little Pokeball, I get to act <laughs> normally on my first turn, but only if I enter my rage before doing anything else. So... I can either choose to be surprised or enter my rage and ah, those are two big off. swings to <laughs> what you can do too. Yeah. Oh. And then uh secondarily I get instinctive pounce. So as part of the bonus action when I enter my rage, I can now move half of my speed as part of that bonus action. And it does not count as a movement action. It's just rage and move. So and then I have my movement nice. on top of that. Nice. And my, my movement currently is 40, so I would get to move 20 feet. That's pretty so, good. That'll be pretty good. Turn, yeah. I wonder if it'll automatically do the initiative thing on your sheet, or if you have to do that. Because I, I know by Chris, there is a way that you can just select it, right? So you don't yeah, have to, it's, like, in the, it's in the thing. I know okay. how to do it, yeah. So, my new hit points after leveling are going to be 100. Ooh. Ooh triple digits. Yeah. I have a hundred hit points. Nice. That makes wow. sense for the beefy barb. Uh -huh. Should've taken tough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's all I get. Next time when everyone else is getting cool stuff, I'll just have my That's right. <laughs> you had yeah, your that's true. now. My my yeah. lamo. Uh Chris, last and always least. Tell us about the Aladdin Bard of Eloquence, level 8. You're, you're the only hope for a rogue multiclass now. Ah, uh, it's not happening, sorry. <laughs> oh, no! Look at that roll! A time when you wanted to go, like, wizard sorcerer? Wizard sorcerer? <laughs> that makes very little sense, but I like it. <laughs> I feel like that would be, like, a, a, a career, or, like, a like straight up, you just hated being one, and you start... Probably you would hate being a wizard for all the studying, and you realized, wait, I have the magic inside me. I I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna be a sorcerer. I got the touch. Better you'd go wizard or warlock. Then it's like you studied, 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 said, fuck this, I'm selling my soul to Chad, the demon god, and then he gives you all the power. Then that would make sense. Yeah. Chad? 
Yeah. Oh what yeah. Dad. Yeah. He's the captain of the football team. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what he told me anyway. He, he's the captain of all football teams. <laughs> <laughs> he's the god of football teams, really. <laughs> if you pray to the football teams, you're you're praying to Chad. <laughs> that's when they score a touchdown. When they thank God every time. That's Chad, they're, that's, that's Chad. they're thanking Chad. Yeah. Yeah. What are the uh, hit points for our little? Uh, let me guess. You're getting 101, aren't you? Yeah, that would be right. pretty shocking. Survey says. <laughs> would you Would you like to guess what my new hit points are? 47. 48. 60. You're, you're close. Nine. 50, 59. 59. Yeah. Wow, Barb's almost got twice your hit points. That's impressive. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Almost twice. Yep. Um, and I'm giving her more with my feet that I am taking at this level. Gross. Um, whether Valravin <laughs> is the leader or actually or not, feet. he considers himself an inspiring leader. Wonderful. Which means every short rest, essentially, every 10, I, I can spend 10 minutes inspiring my companions, showing up their resolve to fight. Um, six friendly creatures, which can include yourself, gain temp hit points equal to 10 Plus my charisma modifier. So every, yeah, every short rest or long rest, everybody's going to get 15 temp hit points. Nice. Wow. Which you're all going to have to keep track of. <laughs> I'm going to add that in right now. That's right. Yeah, you should. 17 temporary hit points. 15. Close. You do have to spend 10 minutes listening to him, though. That's right. You do have to spend the Canonically. time listen, <clears throat> listening to me. Dumb. What? What are you? And there about is going to be minutes. a quiz afterwards. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the, the, the ten minutes. Every ten minutes is him workshopping a, a short story. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Canonically, I'm taking the 15 hit points off. He <laughs> cast the deafen spell. <laughs> I would rather be dead early. <laughs> That was the it's, review. It's he probably gave. it's probably like him ta ta talking about like their previous D like like literally workshopping the, the stories he's written about their their own adventures. Mm -hmm. So just re uh -huh. recounting the things we've done. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Uh -huh. you, can, you, you can do that. You still get the, the hit points. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening. Do, uh -huh. Can my eyelids have to Go be ahead. open? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Trick glasses. <laughs> and then character monster did not work. He did not put the spells that I selected in, but I guess it is I, a I, I, poor player who blames a character monster. Yeah, I guess I guess so. But I'm removing bestow curse and taking silvery barbs as a spell. And then as my new spell, I'm taking greater invisibility. Which will make somebody very powerful in combat. Very Wee! invisible. Do it to me, do it to me. <laughs> oh, I didn't put this. You in the already track. have advantage. Right. Advantage. It's kind of almost, almost defeating the purpose to do it. To there you. we go. But things get advantage on her. So if she's, oh, that's true. If she's invisible, then yeah. everything. Yeah. Thank goodness we can see your land stride in action. I didn't know if I forgot. I didn't put in the chat, so I apologize. Yep, I yep, know. There it is. Just been listening with very, uh, Yep. Yeah. The audience spoke, and I provided.
So, as I mentioned before, you guys set out on your first excursion after the break. Um, things are not doing very well in two towns because there's <laughs> really only two towns that are fully functioning at this point. Now, Marshall status is getting worse and worse. That's right. A lot of people survived because of your actions and. A lot of people wanted to reach, despite the horrific conditions that this land is still in, they wanted to return home. They wanted to rebuild. Um, especially uh, the folks of Tourmaline and Lonelywood. Um, their speakers all survived. A lot of their people were able to survive. <clears throat> you know, their buildings and uh, infrastructure was destroyed. But uh, this, these are frontier people. They're very hardy, resilient lot. They're used to hardship. Um, this is kind of like three different catastrophes on top of each other, which is, you know, even they're really feeling the sting of it. But um, those folks are getting back to it. Um, the the former alcoholic dragonborn adventurer of Kerr Conig was able to lead a lot of his people to the castle of Kerr Deneval, which you all also... Uh, was able to free the speaker there, and they've been housing a lot of people in that castle. And then they've What's been that able. What's guy's to... name? Uh, shoot, Frank? I don't remember the names. Sorry, I I, I could look that he, up for you. He was like a really <laughs> integral part for a, like bit. A, yeah. a Senate hearing. Like I could look that information <laughs> up for you. <laughs> a press conference. Um, he's sober now, right? Yes, he is sober now, and okay. thanks to the, yeah, for a gave him a talking down and everything. And what was yeah. his name? Trovis. Trovis. Thank you. Ooh, good one. Wow. Wow. Good okay. One. Um, and then I, Targos I is tied him, made him get sober. You did, yeah. yeah. Uh, Targos is one of the two cities that survived, so they're doing fine. They don't have a speaker right now, so things are a little strained. Um, because of that, um, speaker Duvessa Shane is kind of, you know, assumed temporary control and is just kind of working both cities together but she's feeling very stressed out about that because her city is just her. just ballooned right it's, it's a humanitarian crisis there's like tents set up there's people sleeping outside which is not good when there's freezing cold weather like this um you know their one uh house of healing has been overwhelmed which is the what the place you went to to resurrect celeste um there's still a lot of you know dead there's a lot of missing um there's talk that east haven is just never going to recover it's just been so thoroughly destroyed and the people displaced because they had um, the least amount of warning. Um, and so it's just a real bad situation to be in. But... Uh, as marshals, can we make the uh, the commander lady the new speaker for East Haven? Um... She's now the speaker of East Haven. Frey from, commands it. From what, <laughs> from what you know of, of your duties as marshals, uh, that would be akin to martial law, which would be you all, uh, you know, the military taking over. But you all no answer martial law, not marshals. You all, <laughs> you all answer to the speakers. Mm -hmm. um, so you're not sure where your authority would lie in terms of if. Yeah, there's no perfect. more speakers running around. We assign the people that we answer to. That, that seems yeah. like a foolproof system. <laughs> foolproof yeah. system. Yeah, you put them in charge. Don't <laughs> forget, we put you here. The system works. Yeah. Shouldn't we make them advocate for a centralized form of government to make it more efficient? We should. Mm -hmm. ah. Like, the most efficient is one person, so. 
Yeah, you might as well, you know, have a, a dic- one person with absolute rule, a yeah. dictatorship. With yeah, I think more of a dictatorship, not a king. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In times of a uh, great strife, that is often what uh, ends up being successful for better and for worse. Frey, Frey will one hundred percent volunteer to play the role of executioner. <laughs> Boy. Maybe we could give their title as absolute murderer. Mm. That'd be a good one. Yeah. She wouldn't. She would relish that title. Yeah, I second that. Yeah. All opposed. Good. Nobody. But next on your agenda, I believe you mentioned. <laughs> He's like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, was checking out the pirate ship. I'll remind you of this quest. This is the one that you received from Spellix. The well, you remember Spellix, but the guy you saved from Karkalok, uh, who had who was in Icewind Dale specifically to hunt down a uh, pirate uh, ship that was supposedly full of treasure. And last, it was uh, seen or heard here. from was in the Sea of Moving Ice. Yeah, what could go wrong here? And you all have a location, and he has sworn up and down that that's... He's never been there. This is just like, this. he said, this is what we were here for. This was on good grounds that we knew that this was here. And his whole adventuring party was going to come up here and check it out. And then um, they basically all got captured and killed by goblins, except for him. And then he survived, pretending to be a goblin for a while. Right. And has since given up his dreams. And as I mentioned in a couple sessions ago, has apparently turned a new corner, and now he's working at, like, the engineering... Like these, like the core of the Army Corps of Engineers for Bryn Shander now, like helping do work and, um, right, just being a better person. Oh, well, let's go talk to some goblins. Yeah. Um, and you guys know that travel to Targos would be, uh, inconsequential. Basically, just an hour down the road, and at this point and you guys have already done this path several times, it's a busier road than you remember. You, you remember things being quite shut down and people wanting to be more um, uh, insular and, and each each town for themselves. And this crisis has kind of turned things around in the mentality. Now you see a lot of people coming together. Um, there's a lot of like just bushes come to shove and we have to help each other to survive in this time of great crisis. So, and, and also the leader of Tarkos is dead. So um, that, that whole angle has kind of fallen apart where they were like, you know, we're good. Uh, we're good on that. And so you think maybe the corruption of Targos has lessened. Um, and since Bryn Chander has kind of assumed control, though Speaker Shane is very wary about, you know, literally trying to become the Speaker of Targos. Um, there is constant movement now between these two towns. So it's, it's not the Capitalism. bleak mm-hmm. road that it once was, but everywhere else is, you imagine, probably pretty bleak. Um, but assuming there's nothing else, any other town business that you want to follow up on, you can head out uh, to go towards um, and there Well, uh, if there is somebody available that can do restorations. I do have a scar that I would like to get looked at. Oh. I got my clock punched by a, by a snowman, and it still looks pretty ugly. Yeah, let's see. Is that a lesser or greater restoration that was required? 
I don't know. It's probably in our house rules somewhere. Probably. You don't like to have your notable scar? Nope. I mean, it, it barely makes a mechanical difference because the, the silver tongue feature kind of cancels it out because I can't roll lower than a 10. But... Yeah. Keep in mind, you can also use that me uh, medicine check every... I think every long rest, you get one medicine check attempt to try to heal it also. Oh, yeah, it's right. Requires a healer's kit and expends one, one use once per day to try to heal a PC's lingering injury. All right. Who who was doing that before? I think it was Celeste. I think it was Celeste. Celeste. Otherwise, it does say it requires greater restoration or better to heal uh, a lingering injury. Which, if you have the money, you can do that. But otherwise, you can always try this medicine check. Um... I wouldn't mind having Celeste try her hand at curing my facial deformity. <laughs> so vain. I love how your facial deformity is like the world's tiniest little scar underneath your yeah, eye. Yeah, it's like bugging Probably, to death. Yeah, it's it's like He's trying to comb the hair else. to cover it, but it's just not happening. But but it is affecting my uh, abilities mm -hmm. because I'm self conscious about it, so I'm like constantly fidgeting and like trying to cover it up. Uh, we can either wait till she comes back, or we can just have you roll it. She's got a plus four to medicine. Uh, go ahead and roll it. Okay. Okay. Twenty plus four. Twenty four. Oh, why you got stuck? What did I roll? You Wait, what? 4020. <laughs> you rolled okay. a 34 on 4020. <laughs> Let's. You need a 1d20 plus 4, so plus good, four. good try, though. I got 34, yeah. guys. I cured. Oh! Great. That is a crit. Da, 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 da. That makes our crit go up, doesn't it? I guess so. Uh, congratulations. You healed your own goddamn with one roll. Or, no, Celeste did it. Sorry. Celeste. That was, thematically, that was Celeste. Celeste just walks up and puts her hands on my face and just. <laughs> Does something and like, oh, that bone is where it's supposed to be now. <laughs> I think she like take the mop and just like, yeah, mop that's, what mop. It's just mop. <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, you have cured your lingering cured injury. A scar. A scar. Cured yep. a scar. Uh, in a world where people can wave their hands and and cure spells, I guess if you're just Really I good with it. medicine, perhaps you can yeah. literally. This magical fantasy world has gone too far this time. <laughs> literally work magic, but but not, but not literally. The ability to walk through forests. <laughs> that's too much. That's, that's too, too much. much. No man can walk through a bush without being impeded. <laughs> Unless he's a but, squirrel man. <laughs> but a gnome. I am no man. And he prays to Chad. <laughs> all right, you all enjoy a long rest. Despite... Oh, Chad, I beseech you on this bush. <laughs> despite the conditions, thankful you guys are renowned. Uh, you know, you've got your high social status, and you've you've become heroes of this realm. You are recognized in the streets. Um, there are a few people who grumble about, oh, they weren't there for my town and this kind of thing. Um, but for the most part, people do remember, and you know, especially like East Haven people, you guys were rescuing people, and um, in Targos, every a lot of folks saw you like literally fighting the dragon, and a lot of people just helped. You know, Termalane, you help people, Goodman, you help people, like just your your local heroes here and celebrities. So, 
Um, you're definitely turning heads. Usually it's for, uh, you know, praise. Prey hates every minute of that. <laughs> <laughs> she would literally keep her cloak up so that way people would not see her. Don't look at me. Yep. Fair. I don't remember. Would we have especially helped or especially not helped uh, Goodmead? Oh, we let them burn. Goodmead's a tricky situation. Yeah, they were. There wasn't really a good way out of that one. And and thank you for reminding me about Goodmead. The DM tried really hard to get us to go there and to go to all these towns to help them, and we just let everybody burn. Yes. Goodmead had killed all the bees too. Yeah, he killed all the bees. Um. Their speaker had died, had been killed because of all the situation that happened there. And there was kind of, there was one dwarf who seemed pretty shady and he was like wanting to ascend the political ranks. And then there was the like kind of corporate lady who was also thinking like she might take over. And it was still kind of competing between the two in terms of who's got the more political clout in Goodmead. And last you checked, um, they both survived because of the brewery. They were able to take that tunnel and, and lead a lot of people uh, to safety because apparently the brewery was not attacked uh, by the dragon. Similarly to the East Haven um, town hall, you, you imagine maybe there were just certain places that were programmed to uh, that they didn't want to actually demolish. Um, and because the brewery still stands, um, a lot of people in Goodmead want to return. That was their way of life. They wanted to return to being brewers and beekeepers, I guess. And the funny thing is because both those leaders survived they both hightailed it out back to goodmead brought their loyalists and now it's kind of working in the town's favor because they're competing to like kind of get the better leadership clout so they're both end up doing things that are helping the everybody overall because they're gung-ho about trying to rebuild and restore this town so in an odd way you think that the split divide at least currently is kind of helping things you're not sure where it would lead if eventually one person wins and if things would get ugly or if, if people will settle into place. But at least for now, that's kind of working for them. But overall, the region is still in really bad shape. Nobody, like a lot of these places, like the, the survivors that are in the castle and in Tourmaline, like they're requesting aid from like Speaker Shane in, in Bryn Shander. And she's just like, she just got her hands, her head in her hands because she doesn't have enough food for like everybody in the town she's at. Like it is a horrible situation right now. And every time you guys are back in town, she's like, whatever you all can do to help us. I know you're trying your best, but. Right now we're after some treasure, but yeah. we're <laughs> to it, I promise you. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys can set out after Celeste heals your wound. Uh, an hour to Targos. You know, presumably in the morning, again, that's a pretty busy road now with a lot of travel. Things are really going hard in Targos in terms of it's very similar to Point Shander. There's a ton of, like, tents everywhere and, you know, makeshift temples and healing and, and inns are overflowing and nobody's got enough food. And it's at that kind of breaking point, very similar to Bryn Shander. And then when you guys goes up to Bremen, this is the first time... Uh, that you have been to a place after the dragon. You've been to a place before the dragon, and you've been to a place during a dragon attack. You haven't been to somebody that was that that has been thoroughly demolished. What was once a quiet little fishing village, 
where the Shangarn River met the lake is now a wasteland of devastation. Not a single building remains standing. Even the prominent docks, the lifeblood of the town, are little more than charred wood piles. Bodies line the streets and several more frozen on the shores of the lake, perhaps where they tried to flee. You can only guess as to how many are buried under rubble. This was not a large, large town like the Targos and Brinchander and stuff. This was a smaller little fishing village, but it is just wiped off the face of the map. Sobering. Mm-hmm. And we don't see or hear any signs of life anywhere around? No, you imagine. Any, at, at this point, it's been days. Yeah. So at this point, you, you imagine that everybody has uh, that has survived has now gone to... I mean, Targos is close by, but... So the survivor, and in fact, when no, you guys first went here. to Targos to meet the dragon, you saw a lot of survivors from Bremen. So these are just the mm. ones that didn't make it. Yeah. Uh, and now you get to stare out at a pretty long ass. I think one of the longest journeys you've made over the open frozen tundra of oh, Icewind Dale. Yeah. What are we looking? At? Oh, we went straight from Tourmaline over to Kerkonig. So that was a pretty good jaunt. Uh, actually, you you went to the mountain of Kelvin's Cairn, about eight miles, and then yeah. you went to Kerkonig, a couple of four miles. But even then, that's still pretty. That's still in the Icewind Dale, or in the Ten Towns region. Um, this is pretty far. Out, out of civilization. Yeah, even Fran Thimbleweed have probably not gesture, uh, ventured, at least in this direction. I imagine. And you all can set all, up. Do we all have our heavy coats and yeah. cowls and hand warmers and whatnot? I have my chitin. It keeps me warm at night. What's the situation for the... So you guys are on the wagon. You've got your four reindeer. Um, they got their, reindeer. They've got the glow-in-the-dark antler things going on. Mm-hmm. How do you guys ride in this wagon? Told you. I ride on the back. You ride on the back. <laughs> I mean, is, who's driving? Speaking, I mean, Lista. Oh, yeah, Lista's been driving this whole time. Okay. Yeah. Lista's driving the goblin. I, I don't know if she, you know, if she needs brakes, you know, one of us can replace her, but. <laughs> Luckily, Lista she's not like... union, so. <laughs> she has no brakes. Yeah. Yeah. Lista has, like, perfect understanding with the reindeer. They're, like, her best friends. They love her. She brings, like, carrots to them right, and tells right. them stories, so they'll mm-hmm. literally do anything for her. Yep. And, and we, then and we, can we give her plastic bottles if she, if she has to go to the bathroom. Yeah, she just we does need, it while she's driving. One of us needs to empty her pee jugs. <laughs> yeah. Lord. At the end of every day. Stacks them up like, like that. What's that guy from the airplane business movie? Oh, the aviator? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the aviator. Yep. Just, just, just pee bottles jugs. of pee jugs everywhere. <laughs> Sloshing around while you're going over the tundra. No, there's no restroom breaks here. Blista, you just gotta work through it. <laughs> we've got we've got a tracking app on your phone, Blista. We're gonna know if you stop. <laughs> yeah, God. <laughs> Cameras all over. Uh, the present's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. Uh, I like that two-day delivery, though. So. <laughs> It's going to take you, you guys move about three miles an hour with your wagon, which normally would take you longer, but you guys are in a pretty nice. I'll, I'll say I'm in the front looking for stuff, looking, looking around, looking for stuff. Yeah. All right. Maybe not looking for stuff, but just, you know, looking. Just, just, just walking around, looking around. 
walking. No, he's walking. yeah. <laughs> Ray literally sits on the back so she doesn't have to listen to Paul Robin talk. Moron's probably inside. He's 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 not gonna sit out, be out in the cold if he doesn't have to be. Mm. Even if he does have a magical ring that's making him warm all the time. <laughs> but you could be warmer. Yeah, I could be warmer. There is a furnace inside the cart. That's canonical. Yeah, yeah. We're boiling genocider. It's probably not. It's probably not the most like nice air inside the wagon because we are. We are like. Ocean would have a, some a, real questions drink. for us. <laughs> yeah. There's like literal Greek fumes. Yeah, <laughs> this isn't good. Uh, the distillery inside the wagon. <laughs> it's it's several hours of just monotonous, like nothing but snow and ice as far as you can see. Just there's nothing out here. And then the winds pick up and just start whipping around as a blizzard just descends upon you all. And the reindeer instinctively stop and begin to just huddle up together nervously. And Blista calls out uh, and says, It's getting pretty bad out here. Um, I run out of pee jugs. Yeah. They're all frozen solid. one out. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're frozen solid at this point. Warm it up in between your legs. <laughs> then dump it out. Sounds awful. Just a <laughs> giant ice cube between you. You work for us. <laughs> we're going to kill Blisto, but just by working conditions. <laughs> uh, funny how earlier when you guys first met Blisto, because you were so horrified at the abuse that she was <laughs> receiving, <laughs> the racist abuse from her being a goblin. Yep. But uh, time later. you've fallen right into it. Yep. Um... I mean, there's nowhere for us to like take cover out yeah, on the tundra. Yeah. Well, your your choices are basically, yeah, you either hunker down or try to power through it. Um, I've like been slowly losing uh, <laughs> players throughout <laughs> this session now. <laughs> you two are not allowed to get up and leave right now. <laughs> no. This is like that horror movie where the calls start disconnecting. Yeah, exactly. Yep, yeah, yeah. There's ghosts in each of our houses. <laughs> Um, Why someone gotta say that's a secret ingredient to genocider? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the goblin urine. <laughs> it's, it's gotta freeze solid first, though. Like, it does. That, that's that's the secret processing. Is oh god! You freeze it solid, and then you put the giant ice cube in the mix. And it adds the that's, flavor. That's the flavor. <laughs> That, that's that kick to the genocider. <laughs> yeah. That's what genocider is. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I come back to. Yeah. That's yep. what we've decided. Uh, yep, yep. That'll teach you to leave again. Uh, so I tried to mute the other streams so that wouldn't, wouldn't be an echo. I'm no, sorry. When you get a, yeah. Oh, uh, the echo, echo is kind of like. Epic, so yeah, it was pretty great, but yeah. A, a blizzard has descended upon you all, and your choices are basically either to try to hunker down or power through it. Um, Keep going! How, how well do we think the reindeer could, like, just tough it out if we do hunker down? Can I roll a survival check for this question? 
Yes. I don't want to or animal handling. Okay. Oh man. That's <laughs> <laughs> plus eight. Um these reindeer are from the region. Um and these particular ones seem like they are pretty well trained. I know all Frey. the things. Survival. With another, oh my another skill check crit. Frey has seen reindeer things. in action, in fact. Uh, I, like, Thimbleweed starts out like, I have seen reindeer in action, and I say they cannot <laughs> uh, go through this weather. They'll die in five seconds. Frey just takes Frey. the reins and goes, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know what I'm doing. Ignore him. Frey, you're pretty confident that, um, fuck it. In fact, with the nat 20 on the survival check, you literally, yeah, you, you kind of shove, um, Blista over a few of the frozen goblin pee jars, kind of Those clunk, clunk, all clunk. got kicked off. <laughs> nope, she's not dealing with that. Yeah. Um, and you can take the reins and just kind of, uh, power through it. And uh, it's it's very slow going, and with this blizzard, I mean, it's bad. And your visibility is reduced to like just, I mean, you're using the reindeer's natural, their glow in the dark antlers as like fog lights. And They're thankfully, Rudolph. you know, there's no traffic out here, so it's, but you're still trying to go in a general direction that you were going in, because the big danger is you can get turned around. But with your role and the uh, the reindeer's natural training, um, they seem to be able to power through it, and you you slow way down, but you're kind of able to go um, along for a while. Ray would like be yelling out into the wind, "Frost Maiden, please stop this!" Because that's the only thing she knows. Like yeah. the, when the Frost Maiden has come out, is the wind has come up. You 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 and speak. She would and... just be like saying this just over and over. We're not coming through, Jack, with you. We just want some treasure. You we'll you give you some. You yell out and. Even Ballista like turns is like what like and just the wind is like carrying your voice away like you almost can't oh, yeah even she knows yeah she knows she's just if the frost maiden can hear it then that's all that matters like we will give you some of the treasure that we find <laughs> and if you just make the stupid wind stop so that way we don't lose the goblin as you're going after what feels like an eternity but it's maybe been you know half an hour or something uh, up ahead. You spot what looks like a humanoid figure just sitting in the middle of the snow. Barely okay. visible because, again, this blizzard is kind of raging and it's difficult to make anything out. She will pull the reindeer right up into the person's face and stop them right like this. You, you start getting closer and the reindeer start freaking out. Okay. As, you, as you try to get them a little bit closer, they like straight up go, like they do that kind of nervous, like horse backing up thing. And they're like tossing their heads around like this. In that case, then she would toss the reins back to Blista, look at Thimbleweed and say, you might want to get the others and then jump off and start walking towards the guy. Okay. Go, Why oh, are you no. scaring my damn reindeer? <laughs> I don't know how to drive reindeer. Everyone abandon ship. Just the break of the gas. Yeah. <laughs> I'm slamming something. No, I gave him to Ballista. 
Okay. Okay. Blista's got the reins. Yeah. Blista's. You look over and Blista almost looks like the Jack Nicholson at the end of Shining, just like complete frozen. It's like, ah. And uh, jumped off, and I am walking towards this individual. Okay. Asking him or her it. Why are you scaring the reindeer? Roll Everyone, pers- Ray is attempting diplomacy. <laughs> Hurry! <laughs> <laughs> that would literally probably make well. Paul Robin just stick his head out the window yeah, and watch yeah, this. Exactly. He'd be like, oh, it's time for a show. Is there a, is there a problem, dear? Now, keep in mind, this you're in the middle of a blizzard. So oh, you, so, if she's yeah, gotten off the yeah. wagon and gone, you literally cannot communicate with her. And to be honest, Morrow wouldn't even raise his voice. Yeah. <laughs> it would not even be a you, thing. You, you might have registered the fact that the wagon has stopped, maybe. but Yeah, yeah. Even then, it's rocking from but, the wind. So, so sound, no. Um, how about vision? Like, is our vision obscured at It's all very obscured, of- yeah. Okay. You can see, because you can basically see the reindeers glow in the dark antlers up in front, and then maybe... You know, thirty feet beyond that, and that's and just at the edge that, where you see that figure. Yeah, it okay. doesn't help that Frey's cloaks and robes are set up in a way to blend in with this tundra environment. Okay. So, so she literally looks like a, a walking rock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're most mostly just walk watching. We can't even. I can't even like mm-hmm. speak to them at this point. All right. Yep. She's she's got her axe out. Walking towards the person, wanting to know why he's scaring <laughs> this is the diplomacy. Reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> she just carries it over her shoulder. He's dancing. Uh, mm-hmm. Give give me a perception check at disadvantage as you're approaching, because again, this raging blizzard is not doing wonders for your vision. Damn it! Okay. It yeah, still hang, just looks hang like on. I might be able to do a thing. Hang on. Okay. I have to remember. Uh, six. Let me check. I don't think a d six is gonna help me here. Never mind. I rolled a two. Yeah. I mean, if I rolled a six, that would give me an eleven. That's not probably not gonna help. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Um. Yeah. It still just looks like a a person, like a human, a human sized person, just sitting in the middle of this raging blizzard in the snow. She, she doesn't care. She's going up. Okay. She would she would assume it's the Frost Maiden in some form, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Wind is go howling. <laughs> That's the only time she's ever seen the Frost Maiden is when the wind picks up and howls, and then the Frost Maiden just shows up. So she would immediately assume it's the Frost Maiden. Yeah. All right. Um, you get right up to it. You're just crunching on the snow. Mm-hmm. And if you do, you say anything as you're approaching. Yeah, why are you scaring okay. my damn reindeer? Um, no response. You continue approaching. No. Yeah. Yep. yeah, she's gonna go up. She gotta move so he can get through. Yeah, you get right up, uh, and it's very clearly that this is a corpse, a frozen skeletal body. But the interesting thing is, it's like. Perfectly, from what you understand, like, frozen skeletal bodies don't sit in, like, a nice sitting... Like, usually they're displayed out in pieces everywhere. And it appears Mm -hmm. to be very put together. Um, And just sitting there, you know, staring straight ahead. Uh, 
I will at least at this point get out of the wagon and start walking towards this this scene. Praise, uh, like, so I'm Grunk assuming with him sitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm assuming with his body sitting, it's basically at eye level with me. Because, again, I'm very short. Sure. So she's just kind of looking at it. And she will literally take her axe and push its forehead and make it fall over. Okay. Um, but I have a feeling I just triggered a trap. <laughs> I do have danger sense, so if I did trigger a trap, I get advantage on some saving throws here. Okay. Go ahead and post that. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, as you get your axe out and kind of move to... You basically get enough to tap it. Mm -hmm. As soon as you do that, the entire ground beneath you shakes and shifts. Like, you think it's an earthquake at one point, And you just start stumbling around. And all of a sudden, this everything just undulates stumbling. beneath you. And you see... Mm -hmm. The, the ground just heaving and these wings, these large, white, leathery wings, just the size of your wagon stretch up out of the snow and just piles of snow are just slobbing off as a gargantuan white dragon Anta? slowly emerges from underneath just piles and piles of snow. Um, I need... You would look at that and go... That was freaking cool. <laughs> uh, Frey and Valravin, you guys found yourselves on this. This creature was just all in front. I need you to give me dexterity saving throws. Oh boy! Advantage. How am I not proficient at dexterity saving throws? And then would you see this from the wagon very clearly? Oh! <laughs> I am very pleased to announce that you both failed the save. What? <laughs> what? Well, I'm sure the save was probably like some bullshit 30 or something like that. I'm very pleased to announce. I don't know what I can do for that, but... I know, I'm trying to see what? if there's anything else I have. If a 21's not gonna make it, it wasn't meant to be made. <laughs> there was one roll. I could make it. That's a good roll, though. Oh, man. Um, oh, I rolled so bad on damage. You both take 11 bludgeoning damage as uh, you're just thrown off your feet. Like, you're just you're sliding off like a mini avalanche has occurred beneath you. And right. this... Gar dis he I mean, you fought a Shardalan dragon. This thing could eat that. Like, it is just... Mm -hmm. The size of just a building just stretches up, and you can see the figure fray, the humanoid corpse, is on a little saddle attached to the back of this massive, massive dragon, and it rears its head up and stretches, and you can see the blizzard beginning to subside around you. The wind starts to kind of calm down. Fray would yell out, Really, Frostmaiden, now? And the dragon shakes her head a bit and just says, Back in the saddle already, Malthrond! You should have woken me up. Ah, and it smells like you brought breakfast. Is that reindeer? 
You know the person on the saddle is dead, right? Beast swings her humongous head around. Frank and... does not care about how big this beast's face is. She's like, like, really? You didn't know it was dead? And looks down um, at, it's still looking at the reindeer, which are now like, Blista has like completely gone into like freaking out mode. And the reindeer are, like, trying to cut and run now. They're, like, trying to, like, just get the fuck out. Right. Mm-hmm. That's logical. <laughs> yeah. And this dragon is... Looks incredibly old. Mm-hmm. And without having to roll any kind of skill checks, you know that dragons, unlike most creatures, as they age, they just get more and more powerful. Oh, yeah. 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 Just It is just exponential power. Usually creatures <laughs> ebb and flow, but there is, there's no ebbing with the dragons. They're just... Get incredibly powerful. Um, however, I will allow you all to roll uh, history checks. And I will give advantage to Thimbleweed and Frey as you are from the region. If you have heard of such a creature. <laughs> These are really good history checks, y'all. Yep. Um, you have all heard tales of the White Worm. Uh, whose real name is Aviatras. A fearsome dragon who has lived in Icewind Dale for longer than anyone can remember. You know that she has never directly threatened Ten Towns. Um, She seems to stay clear of the people here in general, but of uh, ships on the sea, she can be an absolute terror. She kind of rules the sea up here. She's phrase kind of lady. It's rumored that her lair is somewhere in the Regged Glacier. So very far and isolated from people. Mm-hmm. You also, with these history checks, uh, know a rumor that she once long ago allied herself with an evil, powerful wizard named Meltharond, and the two formed a very strong bond together. Yeah. Okay, so you know the person on your back is dead, right? Um, the dragon was initially sniffing at the reindeer, now turns to you, Frey, and just kind of Hi. looks yeah, looks down at you. I don't mean to be the better of bad news for this, but he's really dead. And I, I know who you are. I have heard tales of you. All of my people know who you are. Well, that's awful rude, I must say. I, I tell you what. I, I, I will bring his body down gently for you to see. You will not touch him. And I need you to give me a... In fact, all of you give me wisdom saving throws right now. Oh, no, no, no. Wisdom bad. Wisdom bad. Uh, with... Uh, extra advantage. Wisdom real bad. <laughs> Wisdom is real bad. Oh, <laughs> you guys are fucking... <laughs> this cauldron's gonna get tipped. We haven't even been in combat. We've already had three oh. nat Nope. See, this, this, is, this is the way my memory works. Like, it's like, yeah, like three per session, right? Yeah, but I said critical hits, not critical rolls. That was... Remember, oh. it was just literally critical hits. 
That actually does change. That yeah, because I wasn't keeping track of because we only just started this cauldron thing recently. That would have been a better metric, Gosh, but yeah, okay. yeah, I wasn't keeping track of all those. Uh, I wasn't. If, it wasn't nat twenties in general. Right, right. If she's trying to frighten us, I do have brave and I do have advantage on something like that. Uh, that is applicable here. Yes, she is trying to okay. use her frightening presence. I'm gonna roll that again then. Which thimbleweed and uh, Frey, mm. you guys stand firm. Or sorry, not Frey, Valrobin. No, not me. You two stand firm. Uh, in her presence, you feel this dragon fear trying to wash over you, but you just kind of harden yourselves to it. Frey, you, your resolve breaks. Um, you immediately, um, you, well, you can describe to me how it feels for you, but you have the frightened condition of this creature. You feel her immense power just radiating off of her as she glowers at you. So, for the first time, well, I mean, most of y'all can't see me, thankfully, because I'm that far ahead of you. Um, Frey would literally feeling the power of the fear drop to one knee and bend her head like in a show of supplication and uh start talking well, like, about a wolf like like acknowledging a yeah like turn up on your belly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh she would she would make the statement that she did not mean to offend but felt that the most powerful dragon in the world needed to know that uh, her friend and confidant was no longer there for her so she could take the appropriate uh, <laughs> the, the, the Frey becomes very eloquent to... when she's afraid <laughs> yeah this is, uh, this is the, uh, the Frey that wasn't originally from the, the Icewind Dale region um, that she could take the appropriate steps to provide his remembrance to the ten towns and make sure that he is never forgotten. Basically, she's supplicating to a dragon and it's like, I am sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, the dragon reaches down and bats you away with her claw. Okay. 29 hit you. That, it hits me. All right. You fly backwards and take 14 damage. Yeah. And, she's, yeah, and she just grunts and says, That won't be necessary. The rudeness of these small folk. Elthrond, we must have gotten off track. We Perhaps we got too close to those towns. There's just no food anywhere. But what's that? Oh, yes, they... They did bring us some food, though, didn't they? Is this a gift for me, dearies? And she swoops down to where your reindeer are just losing their shit right now. She's close to y'all, then, if she's swooped over there. Yeah, if anybody wants to say anything, otherwise uh, I will move on. But <laughs> she's speaking in common this whole time. Yeah. Um, what was it? Vel Velatrix? Vel what was it? Her name or which one? The name Her she's name, using? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's referring... She, the name she's referring to is Meltharond. You know that her, her name is Aviatris. Also known as the White Worm. Also known as Ice Claws. She's talking to a dead man. Right, right. So the, 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 she's talking to the, the... So in terms of what, what we're, we're gathering, she is talking to the dead person that's, that's writing her. And supposedly okay. can hear him. Yeah. Evi Eviatris? She's her rocker. Yeah. Okay. Um, great. 
of the Artress, we are mere travelers. We mean no disrespect, nor did we intend to interrupt your slumber of you or your famed rider. Um, she snaps her head to you. It's she's very. It, it's like a fucking t, like a, a velociraptor, but like thirty times the size. Like snaps that head yeah. over there, and lowers down to you and says, and she get, look, gets close and sniffs you. Oh, Meltron, it's it's an elf up here in the dale. And she pokes one giant talon very carefully at you and says. So small and weak, and yet up here alive. You are a spellcaster, yes? I have studied the ways of the arcane indeed, great. I I want to call it Melistrix or something. Aviatris? (laughs) Avi. Malastrix is a Dragonlance reference. (laughs) Yeah, is it? Okay. Great Aviatris. I have spent time in the Feywild studying such arcane arts, yes. She snatches you, like King Kong style, and brings you up and says, Do tell me a story. Oh, will you allow an indulgence, Melthrond? And she sits... down and she she's got you in one hand and she reaches over and grabs one of your reindeer and snaps it off of the harness and this ranger starts freaking out and she just reaches over and you're right here Val Robin and she just goes <laughs> tears the head of sprays blood all over you just mm. oh like a popsicle. <laughs> oh, this is very, very nice. Now, do tell us a story while I eat this, please, dear small folk. You do not taste nearly as good. You should be thankful of that. But I do love the stories. Helthron just hasn't told any new good stories lately. As he's dead. <laughs> it's Bones Half a reindeer hanging out of her mouth. This is, this is great. Yes. What, the best audience Val Robin's ever had. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, yeah. Great. Avatress, that name is not sticking with me mm-hmm. for some reason. She seems to ignore um, it. She, she just kind of assumes okay. you're going to fuck up her name <laughs> no matter okay, what. Okay, great. Uh, great Aviatris, you are, through the graciousness of your actions, in luck this day, for I am a superb storyteller of my people come to you. I knew it. I knew it. You looked the part. I have many, many stories I might share with one as discerning as yourself. Perhaps I might offer my services on a more ongoing basis. 
My friends and I, you see, are traveling <sighs> at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> He's just trying his best, just power through that part of this whole scenario. <laughs> just falling down for massive. Yeah. We are travelers to this land, but we, as travelers, may yet return to this same spot again in the near, very near future. And I have what I can assure you is a wealth of stories to offer. So, perhaps I might offer you a story now, and in the future, when myself and my entourage here return this way again with our remaining reindeer, <laughs> we might regale you with further stories on an ongoing basis. He's, he's, he's trying to buy their way to leave. Yeah, <laughs> is what he's I got you. To do. <laughs> I got you. Um, she eats another bite. Arr. I, I do like hearing the stories, but would you tell us one now, please? Of course, my dear patroness, a story. Would you like to hear a comedy, a tragedy, or a horror? <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. Perhaps you could scare us, Metalthron. What do you think of that? This is dead. All areas <laughs> supposed to scare everyone. Don't try and scare us. <laughs> it's a very disturbing light, and you you. You realize she's laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as she's eating. Mm -hmm. Oh, shoot, I actually wasn't prepared for that one. I don't know. I don't remember what, what we've done. <laughs> what, what have we done? Quick, team, what have we done that's scary so far? <laughs> uh, the, the, how about the Charlotte dragon? Ooh, or the bees. Well, then we were the Charlotte dragon. Yeah. It could be the uh, when we went in to fight the bees. The thing that just happened with your two party members like mutating and transforming. I, I guess that, that that would be a pretty good one. Yeah. <laughs> the that was the weirdest thing that happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you the story then of our own adventures in this land and of the curse of the Wendigo and the graceful saviors of the unholy insectoids and he will proceed to tell a very a very uh filtered sort of glorified story of heroes who go to fight you know uh n minus a lot of the you know a lot of the what, what do you call it us bumbling around parts and filter down to like heroes that go into a mine to fight uh, to find a, an evil wizard and they find Dwerger and there's an evil ghost who pops out and tra and he ch he's like changing it too. Like the evil wizard transforms one of them into a Wendigo yeah. and curses the other one with insects. And it's just, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of reality, but kind of mixed up. I like it. Um, give me a performance check with advantage. Okay. That's a 30. 30. <laughs> it's not quite she, a 20, but... She starts to reach for a second reindeer, 
but she stops and like listens to your story some more, enthralled by your telling of it. And a few times she like chuckles at the right parts. She chuckles at the parts where like your party is getting their ass kicked, like <laughs> you know. Right. Yes. Um, and and then she says, "Well, you small folk and your adventures, uh, tell us where where are you where are you off to now? More um. adventures, more stories." I precisely so, my dear patroness. We are off to the remains of an... Is it an airship? Is that what it is? You're not sure. Okay. We're off to the remains of a vessel just nearby that might hold even greater stories than the one I just regaled you with. Hmm. Well, I... We would uh, love to hear about it, wouldn't we, Metalthrond? I suppose uh, these ones will uh, still need to get around. I am so shocked that you've stayed alive out here for so long. Your stories get you out of problems? Well, definitely not me. Yeah. <laughs> to, to be honest, grandest Velatrix. <laughs> it's just the name changes constantly. <laughs> to be honest, uh, my stories have gotten us into more trouble than they've gotten us out of them, but I have capable adventurers with which to travel. Not as capable as. Yourself or your rider, certainly, but uh, good enough to survive these wilds, at least. Once I would have mocked your companionship, but I have seen its values. Very well. And she lowers you down gently and, uh, and then kind of opens her paw for you to get off. And then and Valravin gets off the paw, he bows deeply, says, I have been Valravin Gwynetain Landria <laughs> at your service. I'll always be branding. Uh, she spits a few reindeer bones out of her mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has a special ingredient now. <laughs> Watch yourselves out here. The Frost Maiden has been in quite the mood. No sun's risen in some time. The herds are disappearing. I haven't had reindeer in so long. You small folk won't survive long, but perhaps we'll meet again and I can hear another of those stories. Indeed, and if it returns the herds to your watchful gaze and eager mouth, Perhaps one day the story of the five adventurers restoring the sun to this land is one that I may regale you with. <laughs> you hear that, Meldrond? These small folk are going to save the region. They're going to bring back the sun. Well, you always think you little ones can 
do anything, despite your weakness. But I do so love your confidence. <laughs> and she furls, just kind of rolls herself out of her seated position. Long wings unfurl and shakes herself off a bit and says, All right, little Thrond, we are ready to go. Apps, we'll meet again, little ones. And then, just like feels like the blizzard again, just hitting you all in the face. And she flies off as the during that conversation, obviously. And at the beginning of it, the the blizzard has subsided. I could have taken her. And there's a whole bunch of just reindeer body parts laying around, a little bit of bone. She probably ate most of it. And you only have three reindeer, and they are just like. Scared into submission. <laughs> Still just frozen like. Well, my friends, at some point during that, someone shit my pants. <laughs> I know Celeste. not who. Celeste, I flam Plistel. Uh, well, Robin and Frey, you can both have inspiration for your dragon interactions. I don't know if mine was that good, but yeah. <laughs> you you triggered off. everything, so I appreciate it. <laughs> You're like, of course I'm going to go up to a, a oh, body yeah. in the middle of the fucking blizzard yeah. snow. Of course. Yeah, why wouldn't she? Yeah. Yep. Like, there's literally no reason why she would not have gone up there. You triggered oh, the pee pee, the pants poop. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You all survived an encounter with an extremely large dragon. I've had some mental health issues. Not all of you survived. Yeah. One of your reindeer is dead, and uh, yeah, took some. Some of you took some damage. I'm the only one who took damage. <laughs> I think Robin took a little bit, right? Because you were on the wings when it got you tumbled down. The initial tumbling. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, when she first raised. Yeah, yes. when she first raised up. So even though it's awkward and might slow you down a little bit, you can still technically uh, drive with three reindeer. Um, well, you probably like. You can like. What do you call it? Harness them in, in, the, in the triangle pattern instead yeah. of the, the four by the two by two. Yeah, reindeer, quick triangle formation. <laughs> <laughs> They're instantly back in discipline mode. <laughs> yeah, Blista's still freaked out. She's like, <laughs> might I suggest that when we return, we take a different route? <laughs> Not that I don't mind an audience. You as... missed the dragon crossing sign uh, back yeah, there because the blizzard, yeah. obviously. Yeah. She is an enthusiastic audience, but she is a demanding one. Or is it dragon crossing sign? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody misses it. It's, it's in a bad location. Snow. I mean, it's kind of where a hill, and it's, yeah, they really yep. got to trim some trees back. It's I feel terrible as a tracker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, guys, I started this guy. map upside down. There's a, there's a dragon symbol here. It's bad fucking news. You know, we, we want to go around this. <laughs> is this scrolling crossbones bad? All right, so after you decompress a bit from that, you can continue your journey. Uh, no blizzards and no dragons. Um, and it's another probably a little over an hour uh, before you near the coastline of the Sea of Moving Ice. And as you get closer... The damn um, dragon comes back. You spot a large white-furred beast ambling towards you. 
Dragon I, I, I'm not getting out of the wagon this time. <laughs> I'm not getting out of the wagon. Um, and uh, you know, again, the the reindeer kind of stopping, and Ballista says, "Ah, oh, it, it's not not a dragon. It's a it's a bear. Bear." Ray will get out. <laughs> Ray jumps off the back again. Goes, "God damn it!" <laughs> Ray, you see, um, awkwardly. Ambling is the word I used. Going in your, uh, coming at you is a polar bear. It's wearing armor, like a barding, and dragging like, like a harness, like it, like it was attached to something, and mm-hmm. wearing like, yeah, like, uh, mount armor or something. Thimbleweed. Come talk to this polar bear. Um, Indeed. And if Edmund were here, he might recognize... I think it's a goat. If Ed- <laughs> it's just a large goat. If Edmund were here... Well, he is here, I guess, uh, technically. Um, he recognizes this polar bear. Previously on. Yeah, what is that previous on? Did we get some flashbacks? <laughs> All the way back to session one. Oh, Wow. Hold on, do we? Would a man it's the, recognize it's the, the polar bear, bear that we used. Again, it's, it's only the been... polar bear that we used to pull the cart all the way to Brinchander. What do we do? Do we let him go? Yeah, we 100 percent let him go. Wow. Because they they wouldn't let us bring him into the city, and then that's when they eventually gave us the reindeer after a few yeah, more episodes later. Yeah. Okay. It better. Yeah, he made friends. Me. Yeah. I remember this now. <laughs> uh, but yes, the movie you can you speak with animals as this bear comes ambling towards you all. Bear! How do we know you? Please um, give it a derpy voice. Please give it a derpy voice. Yeah. <laughs> the bear slows and looks cautiously Boy, I'm a bear. at you. Uh... And says, uh, I. No, derpy voice. Sh- derpy voice. <laughs> well, now you put the pressure on me. I know. Hey, boo boo. I'm running away from the. You need a picnic basket. <laughs> She's a crazy bitch. Ranger's not gonna like this. Um, I. I smell you. Remember, friends. Scared. Dragon. Flying. The dragon is dealt with. Pull yourself together. (laughs) (laughs) Hunting with new master. Dragon flew, scared, ran. Master gonna be angry. Who is your new master? That sounds like a betrayal of epic proportions. We will take care of this master. Master very strong. Very big. Bigger than Bear Bear? Bigger than Bear Bear. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Barely. <laughs> oh, the bear puns. They're mm. back. Well, <clears throat> there are five of us. There is no way your master can defeat the marshals. You see of... him. Oh, sorry, I wasn't going to interrupt your. <laughs> no. I... Okay. <laughs> I, I, I raise my fists up in an exclamation and like, oh, sorry. Um, no, you, what are you going to say? You see that after he's running, he's kind of um, like licking a paw and he's kind of like favoring it or not, but like he looks like he uh, injured um, uh-huh. uh, one of his paws or arms. Just barely. Okay. Wow. Really? <laughs> well, he has the right to bear arms. This is getting unbearable. Uh, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> we're, we're back to this. This is it's just the, the, the Wrath of Khan earworm <laughs> scene for me. You're got your... <laughs> I think we should stab this bear to death now. <laughs> uh, what has happened to your pa? Ran long time. Uh, master works hard. Ugh. I don't know how we would convey like strain, spraining his arm in bear speak. Hurt arm hurt. <laughs> uh, I guess can I take a look at it and see if there's anything I can help fix? Yeah, yeah. Um, you think just with like a, a medicine check, um, you know, using like a healer's kit or something, you could do enough superficial healing and you know tell him the. <laughs> Keep off of for a couple days, drink lots of fluids, that kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Take it easy. All right. And you a nice den to take there a nap in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's much better. Indeed, the healing power of the marshals of two towns has no equal. Two towns? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, we we lost a few. <laughs> Can, well, actually, historically, the worst marshals that's ever been is we've been, we've lost no, some no, towns under our watch. We let a dragon out, and it caused havoc. We stopped it eventually, mm-hmm. but I mean, the history books thirty years on are going to be very uh, you know uh, generous about it. We were good marshals at a bad time in history. <laughs> Thank history goodness for the marshals. Thank goodness we didn't lose more towns. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> History books are written by winners. Yeah. If it wasn't for us, we we would have lost all towns. It's exactly. Yeah. It's all how you spin it. Uh. So Thimbleweed, you're out looking at the. What are the rest of you doing? I guess while Thimbleweed's out, um, administering to this polar and talking to this polar bear. I mean, I was pretty close because I'm the one who yelled for him to come talk to the polar bear. Okay. I'm I'm staying there in case the bear tries to eat him. Okay. The rest of you just hanging outside in the. Probably watching from inside. Yeah, 
Varavin doesn't want to go out in case there's another dragon out here. Full blist inside so she can get warm every now and then. Yeah. Um. One thing we need to do is I don't think some of you actually fully long rested. At least that I can, or maybe I need to update your tokens. Yeah, we didn't have a chance to actually use the token thing to like click the long rest button. I don't, I don't know if the character mancer is supposed to auto uh, long okay. rest or not. Uh, you can do that after I move you to uh, this I map. I fixed all mine. I literally have seventy-five hit points left. Hmm. Um, I got flicked by a fucking dragon. So as <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> that was one little hit too. Um. Frey and Thimbleweed, you two near the bear, um, see that you've had this conversation for a hot second. Cresting a snowy hill uh, nearby is a woolly mammoth. On top of that woolly mammoth is a giant. Horned (laughs) helmet, armor made out of bones and fur covering his body. Several nets hang from a saddle attached to the mammoth, including one that looks like it's got like a a seal in there. He is holding what looks like a ship's mast that has been sharpened to a point, like a giant lance. If, if Frey sees it a half second before Thimbleweed, she's going, Dibbly. Dibbly. Yeah. Dibbly. And next to him is a, another polar bear wearing the exact same barding and uh, the armor system trotting alongside next to him, kind of sniffing the air, and then grunts and, and trots over to you as he pulls up uh, and stops and glowers at you all, and he barks out a few words in giant. I don't know if any of you speak giant. Speak happling. <laughs> it's the opposite. It might giant. be the opposite. It's just, it's <laughs> like a giant, but small. That's right. Yeah. Nope. Uh, gnomish? Is <laughs> there a gnomish dialect to it? Does Edmund speak giant? Uh, that's a good question. I don't think he does. Uh, no. He just has common and undercommon. Okay. And when you all stare at him, he grunts and uh, speaks out in very broken common. Beer! Mine! Okay. And the bear looks... The bear with you all looks... uh nervous a mixture of emotions playing on this bear's face which probably only thimbleweed is actually picking up um but thimbleweed from your knowledge um it look uh, this bear looks like very nervous maybe guilty maybe shame um and you can see by the way that the giant is like tightening his hand in anger that he's probably not exactly a kind animal handler. He's an animal handler? <laughs> I mean, he's got 
Uh, he's apparently domesticated polar bears to an extent. <laughs> and he's riding a woolly mammoth. But how do you all react to this? Oh my god, if Thimbleweed starts talking to the other animals and finds out he's mean to them too and starts a revolution <laughs> of the animals, that would be hilarious. A revolution. The woolly mammoth just rears up, knocks the giant over. I, you know what? I will speak to the woolly mammoth. You there! Does your master mean this harm? Um, the woolly mammoth um, kind of trumpets you know, from the giant's viewpoint, the, the mammoth is kind of shaking its head um, at you and, you know, in, in surprise, and it kind of trumpets a bit, and the, the giant on top is... I'll let you have this conversation for a second, but he looks very upset about you seemingly being able to communicate with the mammoth underneath him. And the mammoth trumpets and says, um... Uh... Bogomir is strongest one! Lord of all one. creatures. He's saying that to us? Yeah. The giant does not speak mammoth. Only you. <sighs> some, some can dream. Um, the giant, once again, now he's lowering his lance at all of you and says, and he barks a couple words in giant and you can see the bear flinch like he's trying to, uh, command through command yeah he's trying to tell him to come and the bear is like looking at you all especially youth and believe for help basically he's kind of wanting out of the situation i see your bear does not want to obey your commands let him go or face us he uh the, and there's a, you can tell there's some communication breakdown here, but he definitely gets the gesture here, and he says, um, "You, uh, the the giant, mm. steel bear, mm. take bear, take lives, take everything." And the giant will charge. We'll roll for initiative next time, as I believe that will end our current. Exciting end for this session of Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Because I'll get to use my surprise attack thing and get that off. Yeah. Very well, could this would probably be a see if you can do it before Thimbleweed gets skewered on a ship. Mask. Few times are better to rage than with a charging woolly mammoth and a giant on top. Um, mm -hmm. no surprise, Valravin MVPC for uh. Golf clap. Basically helping persuade Ara Arabi Arabian Nightsing, a, a white dragon. There you go. Yeah, yeah Sh Shaharazad here. Well done. We're on our MVPC table. Alright. A spell scroll, that's cool. Hey. Second level spell scroll. As per our new rules, everybody can oh, use... Oh, that could yeah. come in handy. That is a good one. There you go. You find that um, tucked somewhere in the polar bear's harness for some weird reason. <laughs> this is a weird thing to find here. <laughs> the polar bear just slips it to you. Use this, it might help. <laughs> yep. Gift for my people. <laughs> All right, that will do it for this week's session of Rhyme of the Frostman. Thank you to Chris, Heather, Rochelle, and Reese for playing. Super congrats uh, to Raymond again for uh, spawning another child this week thank you to all the wonderful fans for watching 
And for the patrons, shout out to Platinum patrons, Joe, Will, Tiny Dancer, Thomas, Adam, Stan, William, I'm Loud, Kyle, Brandon, Genocider, David, Nebula99, Eclectic, Role, Player, Role, and James. And gold patrons, RPG, Papercrafts, Pretty Boy, and Yuma, Marcus, Dudley, Lounge, Sam, Lumpy, Spuds, Jerome, Nathan, Fast Like a Tortoise, and James. Thank you all very much for your support. We're live streaming our D&D adventures every week, and we will see you next time. This is the wrong music to end on. <laughs> the no. giant lowers the lance and charges. Da, da, da. <laughs> his, it's his victory music. <laughs> <Look>. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to skewer some tiny creatures. Let's fill cider cans. Right we had a lot head. of like new in jokes this session too. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's pretty good reason. <laughs>